Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We want to thank God once again. Please kindly take your seat. Hallelujah. We want to thank God once again for bringing us to church. Amen. You know, God has been faithful to his children. Hallelujah. Amen. And he has been faithful to his church, especially Branch Foundation Church. What do you think? We've been able to, you know, come to the presence of God, enjoy his presence in all that we do. We've been able to see 2020 and also have the privilege to have access and a glimpse to 2021. Hallelujah. Amen. And this is the beginning of great things. Hallelujah. Last week, we got to know that our theme for this year is what? Run to obtain what? The prize. Run to obtain the prize. That is our theme for 2021. And we learned that this year, we are not going to joke. We are not going to play. We are going to take things serious because there is a prize at stake. We learned that Paul wrote to the book of to the people of Corinthians that they should run as though they want to win that prize. And he even made mention to the point that those people who even run to win corruptible prizes, they train, they exercise. They put themselves through the stress and strains of training, of exercise, so that they'll be disciplined. That will enable them to what? Win the prize. Hallelujah. But he said, we, the children of God, we, the church, we are vying for an incorruptible prize. A prize that doesn't corrupt. Hallelujah. That is what we learned. And so, Paul continued by saying that, he said, he doesn't run as someone who is fighting against the air. Hallelujah. Amen. Or just throwing punches. But he's aiming at the goal. His own point, his own plan, and his main vision is to attain that goal. What about yourself? This year, we are not going to joke. And we said one of the things that we are going to do is to consistently fast and pray. We said if we pray 30 minutes, a few way there, we will pray an hour. If we fasted just once in a week, we are going to increase it. Hallelujah. Because it is our aim to achieve that goal. In the, in, the, in the first statement of Paul, he said, look, don't you know that in every race, there are so many people who run that race, but only one person wins that race. So he said, run to obtain. Our main goal is supposed to run to obtain. Run to achieve the goals. Those decrees that you decreed on the 31st December, you are supposed to achieve them. You are supposed to attain them. But you can only do this if you run like someone. If you work towards it. If you put everything aside. Paul said, I don't want to find myself wanting. Or I don't want to be found wanting in the end. After I have said all these things to everyone. 
In other words, if I come and tell you that fast 6 to 6, I don't have to fast 6 to 2 so that I will be found wanting. No. I have to even do it consistently with what I said or more than what you did. Hallelujah. And this brings me to the point. Last week, there was an announcement that beginning that week, everyone is going to take one day of the week to fast. How many of us here did it? We were supposed to take one day of the week from now to the end of the year to fast. You can choose any day of your choice. You remember? Remember, right? So, those who didn't do it, this year, this month, this week, you can start. Hallelujah. It will rather help you. It will really help you so that we can fulfill the, the purpose for the year. Hallelujah. Actually, I, I did mine. Hallelujah. I did it twice in the week. So, it's a start. Amen. You can also do once in a week. Hallelujah. And when you continue, you see that the body will get used to The body will get used to it. Praise the Lord. Okay. We want to continue from where we left off last week. Remember last week, I said I just gave you a summary of the sermon. But today we are going to go to to the point. So that we will learn what we are supposed to do as a church to attain those goals. What the Lord wanted us to do as a church so that we can fulfill that vision. So that we can receive that prize. So that at the end of this year, 2021, December 31st, you would stand somewhere rubbing your hands on your head because you've not even achieved a single goal. The aim is not to achieve only one. If you have 10 goals, you are to achieve everything. If you have one goal, you are supposed to achieve it. And you don't need to procrastinate else time will pass else before you know you've not been able to achieve anything praise the lord so last week we started by reading the book of first corinthians chapter 9 and we wrote we read from verse 24 to 27 can you hear me read from verse 24 to 27 paul said Know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize. So run that ye may obtain. And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do this to obtain the corruptible crown, but we are incorruptible. Therefore so run, not as uncertainly. So fight not I. He said, so fight I, not as one that breathed the air. But I keep under my body and bring it into subjection. That last, that by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself shall be a castaway. Hallelujah. We are not going to be castaways. You are never going to be a castaway this year. Whatever you profess, whatever you proclaim, you are going to what? Bring it to pass. Hallelujah. 
Now, Alex said to look at what we are supposed to do to achieve that promise. Hallelujah. To achieve those goals. I told you that when you are decreeing something, it should be in line with the word of God. Whatever you are confessing, it should be in line with what? The word of God. So if you decree prosperity, it is in line with the word of God. If you decree health, it is in line with the word of God. If you decree protection, it is in line with the word of God. If you decree favor, the Bible said Jesus Christ increased in favor with God and man. Hallelujah. It is with God and man. It is in line with the things of God. If you decree that you have wisdom, it is in line with the things of God. So it shall surely be fulfilled. Hallelujah. Are we all following? Do you all understand what I'm saying? Hallelujah. We thank the Lord. We shall overcome this hurdle. Hallelujah. Now, let's look at how we are going to achieve the promises of God for this year. Hallelujah. If you have your notes, start taking notes now. How to achieve the purposes or the promise of God for the year. In other words, how to obtain the price for this year. The first thing you need to do is to be led by the Spirit of God. The very first thing to do is to be led by the pneuma. The pneuma, that is the Spirit of God. The first thing to do is to be led by what? The Spirit of God. The Bible says, they that are led by the Spirit of God, they are what? The sons of God. Anytime you allow yourself to be led by the Spirit of God, you are proclaiming or you are professing that you are a child of God. And you are allowing whatever promise that the Lord has spoken about your life to come to pass. Because most of the promises of God are for His children. Most of the promises of God are for what? His children. First of all, let's read from the book of Romans chapter 8 verse 14. Yes, Romans chapter 8 verse 14. Romans chapter 8 verse 14 For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For as many that are what? Led. In other words, as many that are directed, they are the sons of God. If you are led by the Spirit of God, you are the son of God. Hallelujah. He said, that is, to be properly led. When you read the book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 14, the word led over there 
means to be properly led by the spirit that is for the spirit of god to properly lead you by implication that is to bring drive in other words for the spirit of god to cause you to do something if there's when someone is driving something especially an example is a driver when a driver is sitting behind the car the car doesn't move by itself it is the driver that controls the car has to where it should go to where it should pass so the bible is saying that as many that are driven or who are directed by the spirit of god those people are the what the sons of god so if you allow the spirit of god to direct you if you allow the spirit of god to control you if you allow the spirit of god to tell you that go here do this do that and you allow it to come to pass or you obey it you are a child of god hallelujah because bible says my sheep hears my voice if you are the son of god you will hear his voice if you are the sheep of god who happens to be the shepherd you will hear his voice so as many that are driven by the sons of god the word is ago that is a g o ago it's not a go ag o hallelujah that means to drive something to drive something so when you allow the word of god or you allow the spirit of god to drive you or to carry you or to lead you away to an open place to do something that he asks you to do you are a child of god so you will be there and you hear the spirit of god saying he will prompt you and you say pray this year pray this year is going to be difficult but i'm going to bless you for me to bless you pray is a leading of the spirit of god and this year the spirit of god is leading us to fast and pray and he says as many as are led by the spirit of god they are the what sons of god but how can you be led by the spirit of god unless you are the son of god unless you have given in to be directed remember we are in the month of what instructions january is a month of instructions so therefore we have to allow ourselves to be led by the spirit of god so that we can attain whatever is there for us he knows the future but you know today why don't you follow him for he knows where he's taking you to so he said for they that are led by the spirit of god they are the sons of god they that are directed by the spirit of god they are the sons of god if you allow the spirit of god to direct you the promises that god has for his children will come to pass listen i told you something that the lord has a promise for everyone some of the promises that goes to every human being is that you have a breath of life you will breathe so another promise is that you reap what you sow another promise is that you'll definitely die this mortal flesh is not going to stay on this earth forever but it will surely die these are all promises and laws that bind human beings but there are other promises that binds the children of god there are certain promises that only children are supposed to enjoy if you have a family and you are a son of a wealthy man you might have friends who come to the house they'll get certain things to eat but there are certain privileges that you will enjoy that they your friends won't enjoy 
So if you are a child of God, there are certain privileges. There are certain promises. There are never be certain things that you alone can enjoy. That your friends can enjoy. Hallelujah. Amen. Why? Because you are the son of Abraham. And these promises God gave to Abraham because he had faith in God. He believed God and it was accounted to him as righteousness. And God blessed him even before he gave the law of circumcision. So it means the promise of Abraham was given to him even before the law came. And so if you are a child according to the promise, if you are a child of the faith, because Abraham, the reason why they call him the father of faith was because he believed and God accounted to, unto him for righteousness. He wavered not on the promise that God gave to him. Even when he was 100 years, even when he got to an age where he was not supposed to even be able to give birth. But the Bible said he wavered not on the promise. That is faith. That is what? Faith. So all the children of God are children of faith. Because you believed in him when you had faith in Christ Jesus. That is why you are called a child of Abraham. That is why you are in him. Because it is through him that faith was accounted unto us for righteousness. So you become a child of faith. Because Abraham started it. Do you understand it? So you are inside him. So all the promises that was given unto him. You are supposed to enjoy that promise. Hallelujah. Amen. And God gave them promises of health. Of protection. Of prosperity. Now. It's amazing. That when the Lord Jesus Christ came onto this earth. And he died for us. And he took over sin. And he nailed it on the cross. And he cleansed it. And nothing was found of us again. What happened was that. He delivered us from the power of darkness. And one of those things. Was poverty. Because he, he, he left his abode of riches. And he became a servant. So that you and I can become rich. Secondly. Protection. Now, if you are not under the umbrella and the covering of God. Then you are there. An example is a bare land. If there is no wall around it. Anybody can enter. Anybody can intrude. And anybody can come and take anything at all. But if you are protected and you are guided and there is a wall of protection around, nobody can just enter. So the Lord becomes your shield. It becomes your barrier. Your wall. It becomes your protection. And David saw this and he said, the Lord is my refuge and my strength. David saw it and he said, the Lord is my rock and my salvation. And David saw this and he said, He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Hallelujah. Amen. The third thing is that after the Lord protects you and He has made you rich, one of the other promises is that He will give you health. Look at it. The Bible said, God told He Moses to tell the people of Israel that those sickness that came on the people of Israel, Egypt, will never come on you. Those curses 
because he has given them a promise so therefore you are protected and you have health hallelujah each and every day you have health there are certain sicknesses that is not supposed to affect you there are certain sicknesses that is not supposed to attack you in this year 2021 these are the things that you are going to enjoy this year they are the promises but you first you have to allow the spirit of god to what lead you if the lord doesn't lead you you will go astray because he knows where the sickness is he knows where protection is he knows where health is he knows where prosperity is there is a way that seemeth right in the sight of men but in the end thereof it leads to what death so we have to as children of god as a church brown foundation church today and from now onwards even to the end of the year we have to allow the spirit of god to lead us we are in the month of instructions we have to take our fastings and prayers serious we have to run to obtain we have to run like someone who wants to win the prize if we don't allow the spirit of god to lead us we will not be able to attain the goal hallelujah The other thing to do, the first thing is to be led by the Spirit of God. We took our scriptures from the book of Romans chapter 8 verse 14. The second thing is to write down those promises that was given in the word of God. Is to do what? Write them down. I stood in front of you and I told you some of these promises. I told you about three major promises of health, of prosperity, of protection that's why as a child of god you don't have to fear you don't have to fall sick by his stripes you have been healed you don't have to fear he said let the weak say and let the poor say because of what the lord has done it is not because of what you have done it is not because of the money that you have in your account it is not because of a money you are expecting from somebody. Hallelujah. But because of what the Lord Jesus Christ has done. Now, what you need to do as children of God is to write down those promises. Is to do what? Write down those promises. So therefore, I would like us to turn to the book of Habakkuk chapter 2. Habakkuk chapter 2. We are reading from verse 3 to 4. Habakkuk. Habakkuk chapter 2 is in the Bible. Habakkuk. <laughs> Some of these scriptures, eh? The books, when you hear the names, Nehemiah, Jeremiah, Zephaniah, Habakkuk, Haggai, Malachi. Habakkuk. Habakkuk is after Nahum. And before Zephaniah, Habakkuk chapter 2. We are reading from verse 3. We are reading from verse 3 to verse 4. Chapter 2, verse 3 to verse 4. Verse 3 says, The vision, the vision is yet for an appointed time. The vision is yet for what? An appointed time. But at the end, it shall speak and not lie. 
Whatever the Lord has said about you, He said the vision is yet for an appointed time. It is yet for an appointed time. There is a time for everything under the sun. This year is our time to attain our goals. It's time to attain the deal, the vision. It's time to attain the price. This is our year to attain the price. He said it is for an appointed time. But at the end, it shall speak. This year is our year. Hallelujah. I feel where you are. This is our year that the vision is supposed to speak on our behalf. This is our year that whatever struggles we are going through, we will overcome it. This is our year that whatever we want to achieve as children of God, we are supposed to what? Obtain it. We are supposed to obtain it. We are supposed to run and achieve them. Therefore, run. Say amen. amen. This is our year. He said it is for an appointed time, but at the end, it shall speak. This is the year that the vision is going to speak on our behalf. This is the year that the vision, the appointed time, the prize that we are looking for is going to speak for you and I. Hallelujah. Amen. For whatsoever the Lord has spoken about his children, that shall come to pass. And this is the year that it will be fulfilled in the name of Jesus. Amen. If you believe, say amen. amen. He said, but at the end, this year, it shall speak and not lie. Whatever the Lord has spoken about us is not going to be a lie because whatever the Lord says is ye and what? Amen. Amen. And it shall surely come to pass. It shall not lie. Though it tarry. Oh. Though it tarry. The word tarry is though it wait. Though it, it, it wait. Hallelujah. Amen. Though it, it, it is denominative. Hallelujah. It means though it hesitates. Though it waits. Though it is reluctant. Though it delays. Although it lingers, though it waits, it shall surely come to pass. You might not see it in the first of January. Maybe you might not even see it in the month of January. You might not see it in February. But the Bible said, it shall not lie, for it shall be fulfilled. It shall come to pass. Hallelujah. It shall not come to pass in any other time but now. Hallelujah. It is now because faith is now. That is why you have to allow yourself to be led by the Spirit of God. And to be allowed to be led by the Spirit of God takes faith. It shall, it shall not lie, but it shall come to pass, though it tarries. Oh, you might not see the signs in January. You might not see the signs in February. Even You might not even see the signs in November. But weeping may last for the night. But I'm here to tell you that joy cometh in the morning. Because in the day of 31st January, then nothing happened. In the day of 28th February, nothing might happen. In the day of what 30th November, nothing might happen. But you'll be surprised that the day in the hands of the Lord is like a thousand years. So on the 31st of December 2021, the Lord might do something in your life. Hallelujah. If you believe, say amen. He said it might tarry. Though it tarries. It might be reluctant, though it will wait, but you have to hold strong. You have to hold strong. Do you know why you have to hold strong on the faith or on the vision or on the word, on the promises of God? Do you know why? The Bible says you have to write it down. Do you know why you have to write it down? So that you will not forget. Ha. 
if I am here and I told you that God wants to bless you, in two days' time, I'm telling you, the value of the word I gave to you will reduce. The weight of that word will reduce. And after a week, you might forget. But when you write it down, you have something that you are holding on to. When you write it down, you have something that you are looking to. Paul said, and I look forward to the price that is ahead of me. I fight forward. When you see the price and they tell you you are going to win Hyundai Sonata. Or you are going to win a Lamborghini. Or they tell you that you are going to win a private jet. And that jet is always there. Let me show you something. You see those people who do promo, promo, promotions on TV. You see they always put the price on exhibition. If it's a car, they will come and park the car there. Or they will go and park a car at a vantage point where people pass. It will entice you to take part in those promotions. It's the same way. If the promises of God, you have written them down on a paper. And you already have the paper always on you. And anytime you take the paper, you look on it and you say, the Lord said, I am the blessed. And you said, the Lord said, I am the righteousness of God. And you see that the Lord said, look, you are protected. He said, I've not given you the spirit of fear. And you see that the Lord said, I have made you rich. And he said, no sickness shall befall you because by my stripes you have been healed. And you're always looking at those things. My brother, faith cometh by hearing. Faith cometh by hearing. And meditating on those words. And the more you meditate on it, he said, Joshua wanted, you shall meditate on it day and night. The more you look on those promises, it grows in you. And you know that of the truth, the Lord has said it home. The Bible said, Abraham wavered not on the promises of the Lord. The Lord told him that at an appointed time, the air of the promise is going to come through you. And it's going to come through you and Sarah. Keep looking at it. Keep focusing on it. And when Abraham continued to focus on it, he didn't waver of the promise. But the Bible said he kept, he kept on. Hey. But do you know what the Lord did? The Lord gave Abraham something to hold on to. The Lord gave something to Abraham to hold on to. He called Abraham in the middle of the night. And he said, Abraham, come out. I want to show something to you. And I have a promise to you. The promise that I gave to you that your sons and your descendants are going to be like the sand of the sea. I want to show you something. He said, Abraham. The Lord said, Abraham, lift up your eyes and look towards the skies. What do you see? And Abraham saw stars. And when Abraham saw the stars, the Lord told him, Abraham, praise the Lord. Are you following? The Lord said, Abraham, are you looking at the stars? And Abraham said, yes. Lord, I am looking at the stars. Abraham was looking at the stars that the Lord directed him to. Ha! The Lord said, Abraham, look at the stars. And Abraham looked at them. Do you know what the Lord was doing? He was trying to give him something to hold on to, to look up to. Something that anytime he looks at, he will remember the promise of God. So the Lord said, Abraham, lift up your head and look at the skies. <laughs> the Lord didn't take Abraham out in the afternoon because then there will be no stars. Allow for the leading of the Holy Spirit. 
Because if you don't allow for the leading of the Spirit, the time the Lord might want you to look at stars, you'll be looking at the sun. So, the leading of the Holy Spirit is of the essence, it's needed. What the Lord wanted Abraham to see was stars. He didn't want him to look at the moon or the sun. So, he didn't call him in the afternoon, but he called him at night when the stars appeared. And he said, look up, what do you see? And Abraham said, Lord, I see stars. And he said, I would like you to count them and number them. Because if you are able to number them, those are how your descendants are going to be. Hey, somebody who doesn't have a son, who doesn't have even any heir to his throne. But the Lord said, you can count the number of stars. And when you are able to count them, those are the number of your descendants. That's how they are going to be. Abraham said, wow. So all these things, these are how my descendants are going to be like. Hey, so this is how I'm going to be. I'm going to be called the father of many nations. That is how I'm going to be. But he didn't look at the sun. So that you say, I'm going to be called the father of one nation, but many nations all over the world. Ha! And the Lord showed him that. And it was a prophetic vision that the Lord showed unto him. Because it's going to affect all of us. Stars depict descendants to come. Your star was part of the stars that Abraham saw. Your star was part of the Abraham's stars that he saw. That he knew that you are going to be part of his generation by faith. Abraham could have looked down where the Lord told him to look up. But he decided to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. He could have slept when the Holy Spirit came, when the Lord came to call him. And could have continued snoring. But because he followed the leading of the Holy Spirit, today you and I, we are here. Because his faith was built on what he saw, the stars. So even the name they gave unto him, the father of many nations, made sense and he carried the value unto him. Today you'll be here and I'll tell you that the Lord has blessed you. Amen. You see, you are saying Amen. I can tell you that the Lord has made you a prosperity. He has blessed you so that you can bless other people. I can tell you that the Lord has given you health. And you are not supposed to be sick because the Lord took away your sickness. Hallelujah. He bore it on his back when they stripped him. And he said, by stripes, you have been healed. But you can be saying amen. But if you don't see that promise, and it doesn't carry any value, any weight, and it's of no importance to you, it will never come to pass. They will be calling you Abraham. They will be calling you name Keke. They will be calling you a prince. But you believe in as a slave. Look. This is who the Lord has made us. But for you to be able to know that. After you follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. After the Lord has led you into his works. And what he has given unto you. You have to write down the vision. You have to write it because it's supposed to what? Come to pass. The Bible said, Though it tarries, though it lingers, though it delays, wait for it. He said, Wait, wait, wait. If that promise is waiting, you to wait. If that promise is slowing down, slow down your pace so that you will meet with it. Most of us here, what we do is we go ahead of the promises of God. 
Because God says, I will make you a millionaire. You say, oh, I had a prophecy from a man of God that I'm going to be rich at the age of 21. So on the 21th or 21st birthday, you didn't see any money under your pillow. Maybe that prophet doesn't come in your dreams to come and put certain things down. So you don't see those things even on your bed. So then you have to find a way of becoming rich on the 24th birthday. So then you start going about asking, how can I become rich? Then they will lead you to do maybe Sakawa. They will lead you to go and do rituals. They will lead you to go and join cults and other organizations. But what you were supposed to have done was to go back to that promise. And to go back to where that promise came from. The root of that promise. And to go and seek how to achieve that promise. But then you go and seek from men. And men will give you directions with their mind, their common sense, their understanding of how they think you can become rich. But then, in the end, thereof, it will lead you to death. Hallelujah. But when you follow the leading of the Holy Spirit and you look at the promise and see where it came from, wait for it. The one who told you, I will make you rich, he will surely do. Wait for it if it is delayed. 10th month of your 21st year's birthday, wait for it. 11th month, wait for it. For God has a way of doing things. We can't understand his ways. We can't understand his mind. We can't understand the way he thinks. Within the twinkle of an eye, things can change. Hallelujah. Amen. Within a twinkle of an eye, the land of Israel that there was farming, they had so much food that even things were sold at very low price. Hallelujah. Amen. So the Lord who has said it, he will accomplish it. The Bible says, do it, Tarris. Wait. It says what? Wait for it. How do you wait for it? By prayer, fasting, persistence, by walking towards it. How do you wait for it? And you remember the Lord that this is what your word said. So I'm waiting for it eagerly. Lord, this is what your word said. I am reminding you of it. He said, bring me into remembrance of all that I've said. That is how you can achieve whatever you are supposed to do this year. First thing, follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. Second, write it down and wait for it. He said, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Ha! See you. He said, though it tarries, wait for it. For it shall surely come to pass. It will not tarry. Look, the word of God is not contradicting itself. Do you know what it means? If he says, though it tarries, wait for it. And the thing is coming in an amount of speed. And you decide to also crawl like a snail. It will pass by you. And by the time you get there, the promise has passed by you. That was the example I gave you. That some of us might not have achieved anything by 31st December. Don't be surprised. Because why? Whilst men sleep, the enemy also began to sow tasks. Ha! Whilst you slept, the enemy is working full time. 
whilst you slept the enemy is plotting full time against your vision whilst you slept the enemy is destroying the place where your blessing will come from whilst you slept the enemy is polluting somebody's mind somebody who wants to bless you whilst you slept the enemy is killing your blessing but whilst he's working you also wake up you pray you pray you pray these blessings into coming so whilst he's working you are working the bible says he doesn't sleep until he has caused harm yes while do you sleep whilst the sons of men slept whilst you sleep the enemy is destroying things hallelujah Amen. whilst you sleep in your christian walk of life whilst you slumber why do you think the bible says that the lord that keepeth me is upon my right hand he shall never sleep nor slumber the lord that keepeth thee he shall never sleep nor slumber because god knows that the moment he will sleep no he will slumber do you know slumbering? Let me show you. This is not slumbering. This is sleeping. But let me show you slumbering. Mm-hmm. That is slumbering. It's like you're going to sleep. Then you come, you'll be aware. You'll be active again. That I nearly slept. Oh. That is slumbering. But the Bible says the Lord doesn't sleep. No slumber. Because if he slumbers, the devil will overcome you. If he slumbers, the devil will use you for its purpose. Whilst he slumbers, the devil will destroy you. So if the Lord doesn't sleep or slumber, 2021, why do you sleep or slumber? Because the promise is coming. You have to meet it halfway. Hallelujah. So that all of you will meet together at the appointed time. If it passes by you, you have missed it. Maybe you only enjoy the latter part. Maybe you get to the end of the promise. You enjoy the latter part. Hallelujah. Yeah. But you have to meet it. Hallelujah. Amen. Have to meet it. And for you to meet it, you always have to be conscious of it. You always have to be conscious of the dream, of the vision, of the, of the prize. Because whilst you are lingering, Whilst it is also lingering, you're coming slowly with patience. And it is also coming with patience. Do you know what happened? The Lord is preparing you. He's preparing you so that when you meet with that blessing, you shall not be affected in a negative way by that blessing. You shall not be harmed by that blessing. So then He's preparing you. You will go through so many things. And He's preparing you this year. And He's preparing you this month. He's preparing you this week Amen. so that when you meet with that blessing everything works perfectly Amen. but when you run ahead of God <laughs> like a mad goat or a mad cow you will miss the blessing it's either you run ahead of the blessing or you miss it hallelujah Amen. but say I will never miss the 2021 blessing 
I'll run to obtain. I will make sure. Though the promise tarries. I will wait. For it shall surely come to pass. It will not tarry. Now let me explain to you the part that says it will not, it will not tarry. Remember, it says, though it tarries, it means it is going to tarry. Though the promise delays, it means it's going to delay. But the same scripture, in the same scripture, it said it shall come to pass. It will not delay. It will not wait. It is not contradicting itself. Do you know what it means? What it means is, as you are waiting, therefore, as the thing is also coming, you don't see it to be waiting. You don't see it to be tarrying. You don't see it to be delayed. Because you are moving according to and accordingly with the pace of that blessing. You are moving accordingly to how the Lord said it's going to be done. He said, a virgin shall give birth to a child, and his name shall be called Emmanuel, for he shall deliver his people from their sins, and he shall call his name Jesus. Am I lying? He said, a virgin, if the people of Israel had rapidly raised someone who claims to be the Messiah, it shall never come to pass. There will not be any deliverance. They will be caught by surprise. But this time around, they waited until a virgin became pregnant by the Holy Ghost. And the virgin gave birth to a son. And they called his name. Look, let me tell you something. Do you know that the Bible said there was a prophetess called Anna? And that prophetess had been in the temple for so many years. She had been praying. You know, she married and the, the husband died. She was very young. I think from around the age of 17 to her 20s, the husband died. And she had been fasting and praying for the coming of the Messiah in the temple. That's all she does for so many years. More than 19 years. More than 20 years. She was only fasting and praying for the coming of the Messiah. She was waiting and tarrying. Patiently. And you know what? When the Messiah was giving birth to, do you know who they brought to consecrate or they gave to baptize or to pray for the child? It was this woman. Yes. She was the one who prayed for Jesus. Waited for the promise. Who are you going to pray for? <laughs> what are you waiting for? Or are you running ahead of the prophecy? Are you running ahead of the declaration and the decrees that you made? And you are moving on according to the purposes of God. This is the reason for today's sermon. So that we won't move with a certain speed. We won't run ahead of the calling but we shall wait yes, amen. looking up to Jesus Christ the author and the finisher of our faith if the Lord found it wise to wait <laughs> listen if the Lord found it wise to wait on the Holy Spirit to direct him before he even started his ministry who are you? For 30 years, he knew his calling. 
He knew what was written about him. For he said, for lo, I come in the volumes of the book to fulfill what was written about me. He knew that he was the Messiah. He knew that he has come to die for you and I. But the time has not come. The appointed time has not come. So he had to wait. He had to tarry. Age five years. Even at the age of 12 years, when he was asking questions to the doctors in the temple in Jerusalem, when his parents went there to do whatever they used to do in an annual time. And when they were coming, they noticed that the son was not where to be found. They went back to search for him. The Bible said, when they got there, it was when Jesus Christ was 12 years. When they got there, he was sitting among the doctors. He was not sitting among fishermen. At the age of 12 years. He was sitting among the elite. He was not sitting among the drunkard. He was sitting among the learned. He was not sitting among the fornicators. In fact, he was not sitting among the tax collectors. He was sitting among the, the teachers of the law. The priests. He was learning, preparing himself for what was ahead to come. The Bible said when the parents left, they saw him in the temple. <laughs> they didn't search for him anywhere. Do you know where they searched for him? In the temple. In his own father's house. It means the parents knew him. That even at the age of 12, he wanted to go about his father's business. But he has to prepare. Where do you find yourself at this time? That the son of God found himself in the temple. At the age of 12 years, in the midst of teachers of the law. Where do you find yourself? Do you find yourself among game players? Do you find yourself among TV watchers? Do you find yourself among liars? Cocosan eaters? Barbiters? Fornicators? Do you find yourself among drunkards? Do you find yourself among thieves? Or liars? Where do you find yourself? At the age of 12 years, he was sitting. Because he knew what he wanted to do. I ask you a question today. Where do you find yourself sitting? He knew what was written about him. So he was found there. The Bible said, and he was asking questions. Ha! Listen, he wasn't debating. Let me, let me, let me, let me tell you something. Jesus Christ, when his parents found him, he was not debating. As a lot of people say, he wasn't debating. He was asking questions. At that age, he knew it was time to ask questions. So he was asking questions. He was preparing himself. Herbert has questions. He is preparing himself. How about us? When you run ahead of your time, there's a saying that when you rush too much, you get rushes. When you run ahead of your time, they'll kill you. Look, Elijah ran ahead of his time. The Bible said he went to kill the traditional leaders, the priests of Baal. After the Lord has listened to your prayer, Elijah, the Lord never said go and kill them. 
He listened to your prayers. Fire came out from the skies. I'll stop from here. We'll continue next day. He listened to your prayers. Fires came and consumed yeah. the calf, the sacrifice. And he said, the God of Elijah. He said, the Lord that answered by fire, yes. he is Lord. The Lord that answered by fire, he is Lord. Now when you see people praying, they don't say, fire, fire, fire. They want God to answer by fire. For he is Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. After the Lord had listened to everything, then the Bible said, Elijah ordered that they should go and catch all the priests of Baal. And they cut off their head. They murdered them. Do you know what happened? God never said Elijah killed the priest of Baal. He was running ahead of God. Then the Magajia, the Gangalia, the woman macho, the macho woman, the Olegese Pierre, the macho woman called what? Jezebel. She said, Who did this thing? Because the husband wanted to tell him. The husband here wanted to tell him that, and after Elijah has done this, after fire had come up, he killed all the priests of Baal. Do you know what she said? She, because she was a priestess. That's the God the Father worships. Jezebel said, Hey, as long as I live, I will kill whoever that prophet is that killed the priest of Baal. And she meant it. It was not just a threat. She meant it. And when Elijah heard that, he was scared. Do you know one thing about moving ahead of the promises of God is you have fear in the end. Whenever you see that, God says you should do something. And you think you have done it and you have fear. You have moved ahead of God. Because if it crashes with God, there is joy. There is peace. There is no fear. Because it is done in love. Unism with God. So, Elijah ran away. Let me end with Elijah's story. Then we stop from here. We'll continue next day. Elijah ran away. And went to hid in the rocks. Because of a woman. Because of what? If you don't take care, if you run ahead of God, a woman will make you scared. A woman called Jezebel will make you scared. Hallelujah. Are you thinking? A woman. When I say a woman, I don't mean women are this thing, no. I meant that woman called Jezebel. She's stubborn. She's deadly. She was the same person who told the husband when he saw the husband feeling sad about a land that he wanted. And he saw the husband sad. I don't know whether that woman is even a sugar mommy. Because it's like she was controlling Heab. When he saw that Heab was sad, he said, what is wrong with you, my king? My husband, what is wrong? I'll do it. I'll, I'll stop that thing for you. A woman telling a man, a king, a woman telling the king this thing, I will solve it for you. And then, do you know what happened? He said, um, There is this piece of land that I want to purchase, and this guy doesn't want to give it to me. So, oh, don't worry, I'll do it for you. 
and she succeeded in taking that land from the one it belongs to and killing that person and their family. That's Jezebel. If you move ahead of God, and Jezebel will lead you. Look, another type of Jezebel is the Delilah. Something ran ahead of God. It was true. God said he brought you to deliver the people of Israel from the hand of the Philistines. And you were doing just that until he saw Delilah. A woman of the Philistines. People that God said you shouldn't marry were the same people. Something said, me, Lailai, I love her. She's a fair woman. I love the fair women. Delilah, especially the ones called Delilah. And you know what? Delilah enticed him, son. And he gave the secret to the enemy. You didn't even give the secret to your own people, but you give the secret to your enemy. In the end, you lost that power. They plucked out your eyes. But he fulfilled his purpose. Because the Lord had mercy on him. The latter days of Elijah, uh, something's life, he prayed. And he said, Lord, give me this strength once and forevermore. Once again. So that I'll finish this Philistines forever. Once and for all. And he did. One man. So powerful. The Holy Spirit was not in him. It was on him. And he was able to hold a pillar. Shoot that pillar. And a whole pollution. A whole center. A whole conference center. A whole dome. A whole stadium. Collapsed. Through the strength that God gave a human being. The Holy Spirit was on him. How about you? Who the Holy Spirit is in you? Allow the leading of the Spirit. Write down those prophecies so that it will not tarry, so that you can wait for it, those promises, so that this year you'll be able to achieve it. God bless you all. God bless you all. I'd like you to be outstanding. We will continue next week. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Just, just, just begin to pray. Just begin to pray.